Join a ghostly Victorian tour guide for haunted stories along St. Paul's most elegant street. The haunted walking tour of Summit Avenue looks back on history that will give you a tingle, a laugh, and perhaps a shiver. Or head over to the walking gangster tour of downtown St. Paul. Make your reservations at SinCityTours.com. Welcome to Sadie's Divorced and Happy Podcast, where I discuss life after divorce with a playful, spicy, fresh perspective. Every episode includes burning questions, lively 10-minute talks, and tips to happiness. Are you ready for an amazing act two? Then join me on today's episode. It's time to get your new beginning started. Remember Halloween as a kid when you'd go out with your pack of friends and your pillowcases and your homemade costume? What was your favorite costume? I would say mine was when I was in fourth grade and I was completely obsessed with E.T. It was very much, I had very much a non-sexual crush on E.T. So I made this homemade E.T. costume with uh, brown pants and a brown turtleneck and nylon socks. I don't, I think I had a mask. Yeah, it was quite the costume, but I love that costume. Okay, here's what I also want to know today. If If you're listening and you have kids, what treat do you sneak out of their Halloween treat bucket when they're not looking? Come on, come on, creep it real. (laughs) I know you do it. We all do it. I always go for the Twix bar. And I don't know about you, but I'm just so grateful and happy and thankful that Halloween is 10 days away because the only candy that's left in my kids' trick-or-treat buckets are hard as rocks Tootsie Rolls. Not cute. And Halloween, I mean, who doesn't love Halloween? It's not just fun for the kids, it's fun for the adults and especially the divorced adults. And so I'm so excited for today's episode. If this is your first Halloween after divorce or your 10th Halloween after divorce, it's still the perfect holiday to treat yourself in some fun, uh, delicious, maybe even naughty adult activities. You can be extra playful and, you know, maybe even uh, pull off a trick or two this Halloween season. And this is why I am so excited to have my guest, Cynthia Schreiner-Smith, on today's episode to share with you some deliciously spooky and delightfully playful activities that you can do this Halloween season. Cynthia is amazing. She's a professional actress and author, and she's the owner of Sin City Tours, where she leads hauntingly delicious ghost tours in my favorite city, historic St. Paul, Minnesota. I know I'm really uh, playing up on these uh, Halloween themes today. I'm having fun. I hope you're having fun. We're going to have fun. And I know you're dying to hear our playful ideas, but first... Let's start this beautiful affair with some burning questions. Burning questions. Let's turn up the heat for 60 seconds. Well, I am so excited to ask these uh, spectacular burning questions for my guest today, Cynthia Schreiner-Smith from Sin City Tours. So happy to have you in studio I am so happy to be here. It's so happy to be face-to-face with anybody these days. Isn't it fantastic? It's exciting. It's so wonderful to have someone from my hometown on the podcast this morning. Are you ready for your burning questions, I am full of tingly anticipation. I can tell. I can see it in your face. It's so exciting. Okay, here we go. 60 seconds on the clock, and these questions have been tailored just for you, of course. Cynthia, do you believe in ghosts? Oh, absolutely. What Halloween candy best represents you? I would say say Almond Joy because it's a little bit nutty. Would you rather be trapped in a haunted house or stuck in a graveyard? Gosh, that one is so hard to choose. I think I'd go graveyard. Do you find Dracula sexy? 
Well, it depends on which uh, Dracula you're talking about. If it's Bela Lugosi, no. But if it's Frank Langella, bring him on. Oh, yes. <laughs> Who's your favorite mystery writer? I like John Grisham because the whole legal thing sort of appeals to the intellectual part of me. But he also has uh, a lot of intrigue. A lot of layers to his books. I agree. Yes. What do you love most about Halloween? I love the spirit of it. No pun intended whatsoever. It's a holiday where no one expects you to give gifts. Isn't you know, that there's no pressure. You don't have to get together with your family. You don't have to have a party and clean your house. You just get a costume and you give out candy and it's great. Being an actress has taught you empathy. Wow. What makes St. Paul the best city to live in? Well, St. Paul was here first, let me tell you. Uh, St. Paul is full of history. It's just a great, uh, solid town to live in. And I always like to joke, the Bible mentioned St. Paul, but it didn't say nothing about Minneapolis. It's so true. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you enjoy scary movies? You know, I like the Alfred Hitchcock kind of scary movie, where it's all in your brain and a lot is left to your imagination. I adore adore those. But if it's a, a slasher dasher kind of thing, the lady's running through the woods and she's going to trip and fall down and die and scream. It's like, and, and the blood. I nope, don't like it at all. Well, we are going to talk about some delicious tricks or treats for the divorced mom and dad on this episode today. And I'm so happy you could join me to talk about your fantastic ghost tours. But first, I have some fun ideas for divorced moms and dads, and I want to get your thoughts on my ideas. Okay. Okay. First of all, I think it would be so fun to the listener out there, I think you should host a divorced costume party, a divorced theme costume party where the guests get to dress up like a divorced celebrity. I think, I don't know about you, Cynthia, but I think I'd go for Jennifer Garner. I just need the bangs. <laughs> you know, I grew my bangs out just because it gave me too much anxiety <laughs> because the <laughs> bangs are so stressful. I agree with you. Okay. Maybe I'll reconsider the bangs. Who would you dress up as? What divorced <laughs> celebrity would you be? See, the first thing that popped in my mind when you asked me that question is I said, I want to be Rita Wilson. Oh, not because she's divorced. She's not divorced. No, she was though. Before uh, Tom, she was divorced. Yes. And I want to be her just Rita. so I could be married to Tom Hanks. Ah! <laughs> Don't we all? He's divorced. He's divorced too. So, you know, it, it would work. All right. Another fun idea for the listener is create the ultimate treat bag for yourself. And this is very similar, if you've been listening to my podcast, to the naughty bag. Do you know what a naughty bag is, Cynthia? I think I have an idea. <laughs> well, you can learn all about uh, the naughty bag in my conversation with Dr. Ina. Uh, she is a sex therapist from Atlanta, and we talk about that in Bedroom Boss, which was a very fun episode, post-divorce pleasure. But with your favorite goodie bag, treat bag, you know, just put some candy with the naughty things and a flashlight. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been married for 25 years. I have so much to learn. <laughs> you just need a naughty bag. Spice it up a little I bit. It's I Halloween. Do. Go for it. Actually, the ultimate treat bag. I think your husband would be so grateful if you came home with an ultimate treat bag on Halloween. Just saying. Okay. Another fun idea for the divorced mom and dad for Halloween is to Take a trip to a city that whoops it up on Halloween. Have you ever been to New York City on Halloween, Cynthia? I have not. That is the city to be at. First of all, the drag shows there on Halloween are fantastic. But they have this amazing parade where literally people get dressed up and they walk down the block and anyone can do it and all these people come and watch. It's incredible. That does sound incredible. 
And you know what other city would be really amazing to go to on Halloween? No, tell. New Orleans. Oh, that would be amazing. New Orleans has more cemetery tours and haunted tours. That is so true. And, some, and they really do it up on Halloween with the parades, the whole thing. Um, I would just, Salem, Massachusetts. There's another one. Have Lots, you been there? No, but my daughter's best friend is going to school at Salem right now. And she's like, you cannot walk a block without somebody talking about witches or ghosts or this. That and would be. All year round. Right. Just, I'm going to file that away. I oh. didn't even think about that for Halloween. That would be amazing to go oh, yeah. to Salem, Massachusetts. But even if you're into the ghosts and all this other kind of stuff, and there's a lot of people who are, Salem is the place to go. Another idea is if you are interested in taking yourself on a solo date or with a friend, you can go to a brewery, you can go to a bar crawl, you can enjoy some Halloween-themed beer, and I am positive you will meet new people. And, of course, wear a delicious costume. It'll be breezy fun and lighthearted. But the best activity, the best activity, divorce mom and dad is to go on a fantastic ghost walking tour. And we're going to hear all about that today with my lovely guest, Cynthia, because you've been doing this for years and years, haven't you? I have. I started uh, my, did my first ghost tour in 1998. Wow. Yeah. What about ghost tours do you enjoy so much? Uh, there's so much that I love about ghost tours, especially the way I do the tours. I like telling the stories, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I love connecting it to history, and especially St. Paul has so much history. They really do. They really do. People are shocked when they hear about it. And I love meeting people. I have been able to meet people from all around the world. On your tours? On my tours. And then just seeing new folks and talking to them and learning about them, uh, it's a joy. So what would be for a divorced mom or dad who had never done this before, what would be some benefits to going on a tour? I'm sure there are many beyond the entertainment. Well, yeah, you learn a lot. You have a lot of fun, obviously. Um, but, you know, I've started this year, after after the pandemic hit, you know, it was sort of don't really want to be in an enclosed bus. No, we really don't no. want to be cooped up in enclosed places. No, windows that don't open, breathing everybody's air and, you know, this kind of stuff. And and so I thought, you know, a walking tour would be great. So I started uh, my tour company, Sin City Tours, this past spring, and we do a walking gangster tour of downtown St. Paul, and we do a walking ghost tour up on Summit Avenue. Which is so beautiful. Uh, it has the You should come, listener, to St. Paul to take this tour and just experience Summit Avenue. It is breathtaking. For those who don't know, Summit Avenue is considered one of the top 10 most beautiful streets in the country, in little old St. Paul. It has the distinction of being the largest collection of preserved Victorian homes all in one cluster in the United States. Much of it hasn't changed in appearance since the late 1800s. It's my favorite part of the city. Oh, it's gorgeous. And walking, especially this time of the year in the fall, it's just gorgeous. And I've started to know people who live in the neighborhood. They know me walking by and they'll shout out, hey, and uh, nice to see you. Got a good crowd today. But getting back to your question, what is so great about taking the tour, specifically, you know, as it relates to your listeners, the, the divorced person looking for something to do, I'm finding with these walking tours, I tell the story and then we walk a block to the next house and it's just gorgeous. And I start seeing people mixing it up with each other. I'll, I'll walk up to a couple of people talking to each other and I go, oh, did you come together? Oh, no, no, we just met now. And 
they have a great time. I had a woman who showed up to my tour yesterday. Um, she looks to be about 50, and she looked so sad when she showed up, and she said, I made reservations for two, but it's just me. My friend couldn't come, and I just don't have any other friends. I just didn't oh. have anybody. And I went, oh, look, here's 16 people right here. They'll be your friend. And like within 10 minutes, this lady, everyone was like talking with her, and they were having chats, and people are laughing. I've seen people exchanging phone numbers on my tours because um, they're just bright people that come take these tours. They're curious. They they want to learn. They want to socialize. They're people who are maybe interested in the same kind of things you are, the architecture. A little out of the box. Yeah, a little out of the box. You know, they're just fun people. And, and there's many great ways to meet people. You know, like I, I know back when I was looking, it was when you used to write a letter into the city pages and you'd wait three weeks to get all the answers back. And now you can do that online. And, and that's all great. And I think that's wonderful. I know many people have met their significant under that way. But these tours are just sort of a one fun way to maybe meet people in person. Ah, so what I'm hearing is also friendships can be a oh, benefit, not just a, a dating opportunity, but meeting new people. Oh, absolutely. I've met new people on this tour that I have now uh, gotten to be friends with. I had a woman yesterday, she gave me my number and she said, my grandmother knows all these gangster stories, come over to my house. So I'm going to head on over. I love that. That's, I love it too. That's kind of Minnesotan, isn't it? Don't you think though? Well, kind of, yeah. I, I mean, I, we can be a little clicky here, but I think also people are pretty warm. Well, they are very warm, but there's also that stereotype about Minnesota. Minnesota nice. Minnesota nice. We will welcome with arms wide shut. <laughs> we will give you directions anywhere except our house. You know, that kind of stuff. But we really, we're just sort of that Scandinavian-German thing where we're good, solid people, but it takes a while for us to warm up. I don't know. I'm a fan of hometown visits, but the listener knows that already. Yes. So, anyway. Yes. anyway. Uh, I love Minnesotans, born and raised here, and I will never move away. When I met my husband, he uh, had was just breaking up with his hard breakup. He just moved to Minnesota, and he hated the winter and said, I'm going to move to California. And I convinced him to stay. Fantastic. Goalless tours. So how would the listener learn about you? your tour if they live in Minnesota and also if the listener lives elsewhere how can they learn about something so fun we have a lot of people that come to the Twin Cities and visit and take our tour I have one client who comes over from Sweden what and brings groups Sweden? of Sweden and Cynthia look at you I'm international the Europeans so, they love you I know they can go to our website which is sincitytours.com and c-y-n short for Cynthia citytours.com and they can see what's available and we are a walking tour company, but I'm planning on doing some stuff over the winter because as Minnesotans, we proved during COVID, we are not afraid to sit outside. A lot of layers. A lot of layers. We got the winter carnival. Party uh, jackets, snow pants, a lot of wool socks. <laughs> A lot of wool socks. <laughs> so yeah, they can come and do that. They can send us a, a question if they have. Uh, the email is on our website and we'll be happy. We'll do private tours. We'll do groups. If you're an indoor person and you've got a, a convention in town, I'll come and speak. I'll, you know, I'll tell you stories of gangsters or ghosts and indoors. Yeah, talk about the warm. gangsters for a hot minute here. We had a lot of gangsters in St. Paul back in the day. We did. Lots of gangsters in St. Paul. And it's a very Irish city. Very Irish. Irish. And people ask me a lot, What's the difference between St. Paul and Minneapolis? And my favorite way to put it, because I love both cities, but I, my heart's in St. Paul. As is mine. Yes, we have that in common. Yes, we do. Uh, St. Paul is the last great city of the East, and Minneapolis is the first great city of the West. I love that. So St. Paul is very brick and blue-collar and old-world European. It's Chicago. It's Boston. It's New York. I think that's why I love St. Paul so much, because I think it resonates so with the East Coast, and it's I love the East Coast. very East Coast. Then you cross the river and you're in Minneapolis and it's tall and shiny and glass. It's Denver, it's Seattle, it's LA. 
all fine cities. So when you come to the Twin Cities, either to live or to visit, I mean, there is literally a sensibility for everybody. There is I just, agree. So the gangsters, getting back to your, see how much I go off on these tangents? Well, you're excited <laughs> about You love what you do, which is I so fun do. to watch. I do, and I love my hometown so much. I can't believe I get paid to do this, to talk about my hometown. But back in the 1930s, there was a lot of gangster activities. Prohibition really kicked that into high gear. Everybody broke the law of prohibition. And uh, our St. Paul police chief, John J. O'Connor, he was our police chief starting around 1900. He realized he did not have enough police officers to just stop this crime wave in St. Paul. So he just threw in the towel one day and said, I'm going to make a deal. Uh, And this deal later became known as the O'Connor layover system, named after this police chief. He said, if you just follow a few little rules while you're in St. Paul, I'm just going to leave you alone. St. Paul police will leave you alone. And so St. Paul became a safe haven for these bad guys. So you had John Dillinger here, Babyface Nelson, Pretty, uh, we had uh, the Barker Gang. Um, my favorite was a guy named Alvin Creepy Carpus. He ran with the Barker Gang. I was so fascinated by that guy. I actually wrote a book with a co-author called Alvin Carpus and the Barker Gang in Minnesota. And they all hung here as long as they obeyed the rules. And obviously, the most important rule of the O'Connor system was just don't commit crime in St. Paul. Please don't rob banks while you're in St. Paul. But to be perfectly clear, you may go over to Minneapolis all you want. <laughs> Take all the money there. <laughs> and they did. Crime plummeted in St. Paul and it skyrocketed in Minneapolis. And I'm, on behalf of St. Paul, I, I apologize to Minneapolis for your 1930s crime wave. If you can't make the Halloween tour, you can do a gangster tour with Sin City Tours, correct? Yes. And actually, I've been doing the haunted tour of Summit Avenue all summer long. Oh, I was fantastic. just doing it. Just so this isn't just for Halloween. This is no, ongoing. Oh, I, no. I'm so happy you shared this. We just kicked it into high gear for October, doing it every Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. But over the summer, I was doing it about once a month. And then I started, hey, people like this. So I started doing it twice a month. And, and I got a new ghost tour. I'm writing about Rice Park, downtown St. Paul. Such a beautiful area. Yes, it's our central park uh, in St. Paul. Little, little little square right in the middle of the city. Uh, and it's got a lot of ghosts around. St. Paul has more ghosts than Minneapolis simply because St. Paul did a better job preserving its older buildings and ghosts and the like, ghosts really love those older buildings I well guess. they do well they like their familiar haunts literally and if it looks like it did when they were alive they hang out we all like routines even well, ghosts they do well a lot of ghosts are very anal retentive people <laughs> They really are. Hence, never crossing over to the other side. Yeah, you got it. (laughs) Well, this has been so delicious. I loved learning about your tours and your passion for them. And of course, all these fun things about my favorite city, St. Paul, Minnesota. So listener, come to Minnesota. It is gorgeous here, especially in the fall. Take a tour with Cynthia. If you live in the area, absolutely take a tour with Cynthia. And what is the website again? And how can the listener find you on social media? We are on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook just at Sin City tours and on instagram sin city tours and again that is c-y-n-c-i-t-y tours and you can go to our website sincitytours.com and just click on our calendar and and it'll tell you what tours are available uh, like us on facebook we are going to be announcing lots of exciting things coming up we're going to be doing some stuff with the winter carnival we're working with some local hotels just because it's going to be winter doesn't mean we're going to go away oh we know how to have fun in the winter oh we do we sure do this has been fantastic thank you so much cynthia and have a happy Halloween. Thank you.
Oh, that was such a fun chat that just put me in the Halloween spirit. I can't wait to get dressed up this year and go out with my kiddos and go trick-or-treating. Thank you again, Cynthia, for such a spooky fun chat and for being an official sponsor of today's podcast episode. Now, don't you want to come to St. Paul? I know you do. It's where all the fun is. Come for the food, stay for the fun. That's my mantra when it comes to my favorite city. And then you can come and you can go on one of Cynthia's ghostly Victorian tours of uh, St. Paul's most elegant street, the lovely Summit Avenue. It is really a gorgeous, gorgeous street. Or if you're into the 1920s era, could take the gangster tour of downtown St. Paul. I mean, who doesn't like feeling a little gangster? right? Especially after divorce. Again, you can book your reservations at SinCityTours.com. Well, that fabulous conversation with Cynthia made me especially happy. And so it's the perfect time to share a tip to happiness with you. Sadie's tips to happiness. My tip to happiness today is to make this year's Halloween an extra treat for your kiddos by doing a family activity with the other parent. Yes, I said it. But consider, consider doing, you know, a Halloween activity like a hayride or a corn maze or or carving pumpkins or making caramel apples. Just something simple with the other parent, with your ex. I mean, he or she isn't Dracula. They're not going to bite you. And Halloween, you know, the great thing about Halloween, it's a quickie holiday. Like you're in, you're out. I mean, it's This isn't Christmas that goes on and on and on. I love that about Halloween, by the way. My ex and I, we have always had a tradition, even after our divorce, where we take our kids out trick-or-treating every Halloween. We call it family time, and we've been doing it again since our divorce, which has been three years now. And it's always fun for the kids. They love it, which is why we do it. We don't do it for ourselves. We do it for our kids. It's not like we, you know, dress up in twinning costumes or anything like that. We just go out and we go trick-or-treating. Keep it simple. You could even consider drinking a paranormal cocktail prior to going out could feel extra celebratory just don't drive. And I understand, I really do, if this duo combo is a little too tricky, I understand. You could try a group event. Instead, you can invite some of your friends with kids and you could do an outdoor backyard carnival. You could play some games. You know, there's always fun relay races. You can make a craft. You can have a costume contest. We all know our kids benefit from seeing us uh, get along with the other parent. And Halloween is such a festive holiday and it's a quickie holiday, like I said earlier. It's just two or three hours of your time. So again, my tip to happiness today is to partner with the other parent and to make it an extra happy Halloween for your kiddos. Well, it has been such a delicious treat to be with you today. I always love my time with you. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. You can also follow Sadie's Divorced and Happy podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to visit the website at divorcedandhappy.net where you'll find all of my Life After Divorce episodes and, of course, my Life After Divorce blog. If you want to consider giving me a Halloween treat, I would be so grateful if you'd buy me a cup of coffee. It's simple. All you have to do is go online to www.buymeacoffee.com dot com backslash Sadie Marie and you can buy me a cup or two and I thank you in advance for your support. I'm your host Sadie Marie. I'm wishing you the happiest Halloween. I want you to go out and have some single adult divorced fun. Yummy. And also have a great time with your family trick-or-treating or whatever it is you do this Halloween season. And I look forward to connecting with you on the next podcast episode. Until then you take good care. <laughs>